Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At 820 with Grossbeck, the owner of the Boston Celtics, as the NBA gets ready for All-Star Weekend. But right now, back to Courtney and the rest of today's news. A new report is out of the NFL, and it bases which fans of what teams drink the most. Buffalo Bills. That's going to be your call? Uh, well, are we guessing? Yeah, I want everybody to... I have the top five. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, Eagles. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> oh, you're saying Raiders? Uh, Shime? Uh, Cowboys. None of those teams crack the top five. Uh-huh. Wow. So coming in at number five, the Saints, who didn't make the playoffs. Well, New Orleans, that's mm-hmm. a fun yep. That's a fun city. Number, right in Rome. Number mm-hmm. four, the Falcons, didn't make the playoffs. Really? really? Wow. Falcons. Number three, the Colts. Really? <laughs> number two, the Steelers. Uh-huh. And the number one, the Tennessee Titans, with an average BAC of .09%. <laughs> Didn't make the playoffs. That's their average blood alcohol level. Yep. Uh, wow. Mid game or or is that pregame? I'm guessing That's, end of the game. Yeah, end of game. <laughs> I, I, I that is a horrible list. And my guess is the Titans one are people that go to Nashville that are opposing fans. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, could be it. Yeah, you're right about that. It is yeah. a perfect place. I walked to that state Nissan Stadium from yeah. Broadway. It's like a beautiful little walk over it the is, river there. It's, that trip, whenever that was, was that like four years ago? Their, their uh, Pats are down there again this upcoming season i think wow no Vrabel, no bill no tom yeah but um we should do a road show down there for that game yeah i will I'll, if we can go back to martin's barbecue i would be the happiest man oh alive. man curtis it's the greatest so, place on earth you're so right about that place oh the brisket there honestly it's unlike it, everything else is not barbecue if you go there it's real barbecue yeah all right interesting yeah i think their main focus was to say that Four out of five of those teams didn't make the playoffs, and they're drinking a lot. They then compared it to the Kansas City Chiefs. Their average blood alcohol level was point zero five. Oh, I would think that you would drink more when your team is, is losing. Is, no, I when winning. I mean, you're celebrating mm, uh, I, I mean, or drowning know. your sorrows. Yeah, I guess. 
All right, this one is going to be a tough story for Shime, so I'm just warning you, Shime, that you should buckle up. According to the French National Center of Scientific Research, brie and various blue cheeses are on the verge of becoming extinct. Shime. This is a real issue. When it comes to the baked brie appetizer, which is an absolute Mm. go-to. So I'm not a big brie guy. Oh. What? That's probably my least favorite of the cheeses. What? <laughs> Shime hates people that eat cheese now. <laughs> no, no, no. I love cheese. Don't this get me is wrong. A, is this a reformed fat guy take? No, no, no. Yeah. I love you cheese. Said, you once famously said on this program, you had never met a cheese you didn't like. Yes. I'm just saying brie is the least, my least favorite of the cheeses. What mm. about blue? I do love blue cheese. Okay, That's so tough. Various blues are on the verge as well. It's all because it's a collapse in microbial diversity. So each schmear of brie, say, Mm -hmm. Wiggy, uh, (laughs) is an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So it's an assortment of fungi and bacteria that turn the milk fats Uh and uh, proteins into cheese. Uh Those compounds produce the flavors, the smells, uh, the texture. Yeah, they do. In recent decades, however, the genetic diversity of some of those have caved. Hmm. I and care less said, about brie. All I care about is blue cheese. Okay, well, that's I part of it, though. You and like it on a burger. If I, I like it on a burger. burger. Black and blue burgers are dynamite. Uh, they, are, they are probably, you know, could be one of my favorites. And I like it with a buffalo chicken type of wing, mm-hmm. fingers, yeah. uh, blue cheese dip. I like both options when it comes to the buffalo tenders, mm-hmm. both the blue cheese and the ranch. Yeah, I, I prefer the blue cheese, but, you know, yeah. some people I'm, do like ranch. If I'm feeling skinny, I dip my buffalo chicken tenders in sour cream. Mm. Wow. Uh, you I should mean, always feel skinny. You look that's great. A, that's a cheat day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that is the best. That's the goat of dipping buffalo wings is into sour cream. Do you do sour cream and then into a ranch or blue cheese no. or just the sour cream? Oh, okay. Uh, not to bring no. back a, a sour Courtney, the sour cream stands alone. <laughs> okay. Not to bring back a rough moment, but I still can't get over the pigs in a blanket that Shy made. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Santo asked me actually last night, were they as bad as you made them out to oh, be? They were horrible. Because he said he's never met a pig in a blanket he didn't like. Yeah, they he would have liked these. They were, they were but they were just too small. They, they were, were really They were small. floppy. They were overcooked. What do you mean they were <laughs> floppy? They were, like the pretzels were <laughs> falling off of yeah. the little wiener. The wiener was The wiener like... was too small. That's why it is. <laughs> the wiener, oh, the wiener was too small. Yeah, there's not enough yeah. surface uh, surface yeah, for I the pretzel. Uh, here? That's <laughs> uh, I think Giselle had that same issue. <laughs> <laughs> small wiener? I doubt it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. We've got a man uh, who did something not great. So let's go to influencers in the news. It's influencers in the news on the Greg Hill Show. So a man was mauled to death in India after he climbed into the lion enclosure to try to get a selfie. We go to 38-year-old Farlard Gujar. He scaled a 12-foot high fence jumped into the lion's enclosure at Sri Venkateswara Zoological Park. He tried to save himself once mm. he realized, mm-hmm. uh-oh, I've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He climbed a tree in front of all of the other people at the zoo, fell off the tree in oh. front of the lion, and the oh. lion mauled him Imagine to death. that moment when you're falling no. and you know that you're going to be dinner for the lion. Ugh. Nope, nope, Mm-mm-mm. nope, nope, nope. Uh, do people assume... That if a dangerous animal is at the zoo, 
that at, it, it's been tamed or domesticated or something like that? I like, think they. Who it, thinks? I, I'm asking this seriously. Mm-hmm. Who thinks you could crawl into the lion enclosure for a selfie mm-hmm. and the thing's not going to eat you? Like it, that's what it's that's what it was born to do. He's been seeing probably too many of those social media videos of the right. people that you know grew up with the lion and they're right. petting them and kissing them on the mouth. Or right. people hugging bears and things yeah. like. No, you yeah. stay away from that. Nope. Yeah. Any animal, any animal can snap. Well, and the saddest part about, I mean, the man died. That is very sad. But the lion has now been moved to a cage where he'll be kept. It's like, it's not the lion's fault. No, it's like Harambe. Did the man die? He did. (laughs) I don't know when that will not make me laugh. No, it's awful. Yeah. Like, these people need to stop. Yeah. I mean, I guess letting him do it is, you know evolution or whatever like if they want to do it and one less mouth to feed but yeah. it's- if you yeah, if you want to climb into a lion's den then that's on you bro yeah. but the lion should not be uh responsible no, like we shouldn't be taking yeah. the lion out of its den to then well, the keep fact, it in a cage the fact that like and I never got this the fact that people actually enjoy going to the zoo mm-hmm. it, it's like would you enjoy going to the penitentiary and walking around no. the prison. Nope. Because that's how it feels. It's got to feel that way for like a lion who's used to being out in, you know, thousands of acres of land just roaming around or a gorilla or so. But yet they're in, you know, this 14-foot enclosed thing with some trees. And and people go there to be like, oh, Billy, look at the lion. Yeah. It's like, well, take Sad. Billy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Take Billy to uh, MCI. Yeah. yeah. We go to Dumbest of the Day. Stop being dumb. And now, this woman is stone cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day. Try again, dumbass. All right, Curtis, we listened to everything that happened yesterday. And before we get to Wick Grosbeck, the owner of the Boston Celtics, we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day. We head to Michigan, where a mother is outraged over the treatment of her daughter at high school. Where on a spirit day, her daughter went to school in her cheerleader outfit. Okay. Okay. And then the daughter was instructed by administrators at the high school that she had to put pants on because her cheerleader outfit did not meet the school's dress code. Oh, give me a break. Mm. This infuriates me. This, I... When I was a cheerleader in high school, we were told the same thing. Like, even um, pep rallies where we Mm -hmm. would be performing, like our competition routines, we would do it and then immediately have to put on our sweatpants over it. And then the volleyball players, no offense, Chime, the volleyball (laughs) players are walking around in short spandex where their bum cheeks are hanging out the bottom. Uh, Chime was allowed to wear his volleyball uniform on Fridays if he was starting that weekend. (laughs) Um, I, it, it's a cheerleader I bias. A okay, I'll have you know. <laughs> it's a cheerleader bias. So cheerleaders no. can't wear their cheerleading uniform after wait, they wait, perform? It's okay to wear it at the game, right? Yes. Yeah, but it's okay. it, 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 because it's a skirt doesn't mean that it's this sexual thing. More cheerleaders are covered up in their uniforms than other athletes in their uniforms. It's the weirdest thing. I always used to get so mad when I, I would know, see the cheerleader and, and a volleyball player standing next to each other. And the volleyball players, very skilled. They all look great, but they're allowed to wear whatever they want, and it's no issue. Mm. Oh. I did not know that. I didn't even know they, they couldn't wear it. They wear, like you said, they wear them at the games. What's the difference? Right, or competing. I did, oh, I did not ridiculous. know that. 
Just ridiculous. It really makes me mad. The mom right. is very unhappy that this occurred and that the uh, the daughter was forced to put pants on. Yeah. So well, it's a, they always try to blame that it's a distraction. Well, some for, of the way for, these kids dress though is a major distraction. Okay, both ways though. Like I Yo, mean, oh, that's like a, it, it could be a distraction for the females too. Like, well, what's more distracting for? A 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old boy or girl when you go to schools. I told you, I go to some of these schools where they let them dress like how they want. That's back to the parents. Right. right. You're being a prude. Well, I, that's why I say uh, every school in America should be uniform khaki pants because some of the way that some of these kids go out, ass cheeks out <laughs> at 15 years old. What do you think of, and, and listen, I get it, but what do you think a 15-year-old boy who's walking to school and he's sitting in class and he's sitting behind some girl and her ass cheek is hanging over the seat? <laughs> or even the boys even wearing they, sweatpants even, with no drawers right, underneath. Right. Well, that could be yeah, without their drawers. Even right. the uniform, uh, though. I mean, uh, I went to school with a uniform and I used to get violated all the time, violations all the time. Oh, for, <laughs> sorry. That was close. Thank you for clicking that <laughs> <laughs> or like if your skirt wasn't, you know, at your fingertips. No, but or... the, that's why I say eliminate the skirt, khaki pants for everybody. Uh, All right, Courtney, great job geez, on the news. Violation. Thank I was never violated. <laughs> Coming up, we used to we, we used to call it ask the owner on the old show. So Wick Grossbeck, the owner of the Boston Celtics, with NBA All Star Weekend here, he will join us next. And right now, Courtney, and what is trending this hour? The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. And for this trending, I just want to give a shout-out to New Whaler in the Twitch chat. Despite New Whaler constantly only watching WFAN or the guys across the street, he made it five days out of five days where he's popped up in the Twitch chat oh, really? to tell us he doesn't listen to this show oh, okay. um, and hates everything that what we up, do. What up, Whaler? Oh, yep, right. good morning. Well, thank you. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Hello. Uh, the Bruins fell to the Kraken last night, 4-1. to one. The sole goal in this one came from David Pasternak, putting the Bees on the board first and setting the tone for the first period. The guys had 15 shots in that first period alone, but could not get the win. Jeremy Swayman was in goal for this one. He had 22 saves in the loss. The Bees have lost four out of their last five, currently riding a three-game losing skid. In other Bruins news, the trial of Milan Lucic will begin in Boston today. Um, he pled not guilty to charges of assault and battery after he was arrested at his North End apartment in November. Caitlin Clark is the new queen of women's college basketball. She set the all-time NCAA women's basketball scoring record with her 3,528th career point. And Tiger Woods finished the opening round of the Genesis Invitational uh, battling back spasms. He finished 1 over 72. He tees off today at 254. For Rob Manfred, he has confirmed that this term will be his last. Yesterday at the New York Yankees Spring Training Complex in Tampa, the commissioner of Major League Baseball said that after the 2028 season, there will be a new top guy or gal in baseball. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 32 degrees, breezy out there. It feels like 21 afternoon high of 37. And the owner of the Boston Celtics, Wick Grosbeck, joins us next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, in the WAF days, the old days, we called it Ask the Owner. So we should probably just call it that now. Joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show, Wick Grosbeck, the owner of the Boston Celtics. Hello, Wick. Hey, Hillman. I like the uh, Stones Heartbreaker lead-in. That's walk-in music, if I've ever heard it. Well, you are arguably, I think, when it comes to NBA owners, the the greatest drummer among them, I would assume. <laughs> well, well, thank you. And I'm, I'm co-owner of the Celtics, but I'm glad to be uh, where I am and uh, glad to, the Celtics... Uh, Played well first two thirds of the season. We got more to go, but yeah. this is fun. I wanted to uh, I wanted to start with uh, real quick with Kendrick Perkins, who uh, we were just listening to some audio from him during the seven o'clock hour. He his feelings are hurt. Uh, he was not, he, I, and I know you could probably help him. I'm going to play this audio for you, and then we'll see if you can yeah. help uh, Perk feel better. Here's what Perk said: The invite. I didn't receive the email, okay, that everybody else got. I didn't get the email at the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? I kind of felt my feelings because I do have a great relationship with my guy, Wick Grossback, who's the owner of the Boston Celtics. He actually came to my wedding. I saw him uh, about seven months ago when I dropped my book. He came to, you know, my my book release that I did in New York. Like, he's a great brother, a great friend of mine. And me and him always go back and forth on the text, on text message, because he may not like some of the things I say, but that's the relationship that we have. But I didn't get the invite, and I must say, I was in my feelings about that. <laughs> All right, Wick. So uh, Joe Mazzula reached out to some some of the Celtics greats, and and not Perk. Can you can you fix that for him? Now, I'm sure that's not true. First of all, Perk, how can you not invite Perk when he's here all the time uh, or <laughs> always talking about it? Um, he was a huge part of, you know, the uh, the 2008 team and the whole run. He's one of everybody's favorite people around here. And he uh, he's making a living saying outrageous things and, and good for him. We love Perk no matter what he says. And I'm sure he was invited. But if not, let me just for the record say you're invited, Perk. Okay, all right, good. Tell him to check that. his spam email. Yeah. Maybe it's in there. And what, um, yeah. what yeah. It, do you remember what you got, Perk, as a wedding gift by any chance? <laughs> no. But if I did, I probably wouldn't wouldn't tell you. But it was uh, – it, it's all in good – it's all in good fun with – Perk and he and Vanity are the best, and they're you know the whole thing is the whole Perk show 
he's he's he'd love to be KG, you know, and uh, and have that kind of edge. He's just different. He's Perk, and yeah. he's his own man. And it's uh, it's great watching him and listening to him. I love the guy. Well, I mean, I think it was it's interesting that Joe Mazzulla did reach out to Paul Pierce, some of those guys, and say we want you around the team this year. And Joe Mazzulla got his hundredth win on on Wednesday night. Derek White said afterwards that he loves playing for him. What what have you seen from Joe Mazzulla so far this season that you may not have seen last year? Well, I, I, let me just talk about this. I, just talk about the whole Joe Mazzulla thing and not really compare the seasons. I mean, I think he is just he. I think he was uh, made for the job, you know, and he's he's grown grown in the job. But but to get a hundred wins and I think thirty seven losses, that's a great. Um, that's a great start. He's had a lot of talented, talented players, but he's he's energized them, I think, and he's given them direction and confidence. And he's he's really like a teammate. He's right there with them, uh, emotional and uh, letting the refs know uh, you know what he sees and just bringing bringing the fire. I mean, I I was watching a replay the other night of one of the games, and Scal said, you know, Joe's a savage. You know, he started, you know looked like he was intentionally fouling a couple of the opponent's players so they would have to go make some free throws and it was in the first half you know it's yeah. like that's that's just savage you know and that's actually kind of a you know that kind of intensity it rubs off in everybody else and I, I love seeing that intensity intensity partway through the season in February that's that's a good time to have intensity then it naturally builds from here so long answer but I think Joe just brings a lot of knowledge um and uh, when you see his X's and O's and you hear him in the huddles, because I'm sitting right there, you hear him just, you know, laying it out for, for everybody um, in, in detail. You know, you can get a lot of confidence, and I have a lot of confidence. Wick, I, I've been a massive Jason Tatum supporter since he arrived in Boston. And this has been kind of going around, especially now, like right at the All-Star break, that he is being unfairly judged and I know it's a team sport but when it comes to the MVP race and kind of where he stands he's the best player on the best team in the NBA and when you see him night in and night out and maybe behind the scenes do you feel the same way as the owner of this team and watching him play that sometimes because of maybe not having great success in a championship series where he's unfairly judged when it comes to being viewed as the best player in the league. Yeah. You know, I don't have, I just don't have a lot of, uh, I don't know how to say this exactly, but I don't have a lot of time or energy for this debate right this minute in February. I think that the the key to this team is teamwork, like you said, and getting to, you know, deep in the playoffs and seeing how far we can go. That's what everybody's focused on this year. And because Jason's been focused on that, and Jalen, and Drew, and Kristaps, uh, it's and D White, it's been uh, it's been a really good year so far. We're top of the league right now, and so that's where we are. That's where our heads are at. Or, uh, that's where our heads are, and we want to want to go, want to take it all the way. So that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about individual awards, and so there's noise out in the world, and you know, let them talk. Speaking of Porzingis, must have made you happy to hear him say this week that things here are done differently and at a much higher level than by many other teams in the NBA? Yeah, I really love that, and I love that whole, um, I, I mean, his whole vibe. I mean, I've like everybody now has noticed, he has not stopped smiling since he's been here. And then anytime he's like, 
twists an ankle or something, uh, you know, I like look over at him and you're like, you know, he's winking to people and smiling. He's like, <laughs> I'll be okay. You know, it's just, he is just like the happiest seven foot five guy, you know, on the planet, or maybe the happiest guy on the planet. So um, he is, uh, you know, he's something else. He's, we're so glad he's here and he's obviously glad to be here. And he, and it, it takes a lot of pressure off the rest of the team when he's making threes, you know, unguardable threes. Yeah. And then driving, the, driving in and dunking the ball on pick and rolls. I mean, it, uh, he's been a great addition. Credit to Brad uh, for seeing that possibility. Wick, obviously All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis this uh, starting tonight at the Conseco Fieldhouse. Boston hasn't had the All-Star game since I think Bill Russell was playing. Um, why not, and is there any chance that you guys are trying to lobby to get the uh, All-Star game here back in Boston? Yeah, well, the guy to ask is, is Gary Washburn. He's always uh, he's he's highlighted this issue, and we have uh, taken steps, and we're in process, and there's nothing to announce right now, but there there's, you know, when we say we're going to try to do something, we try to do it, and uh, we'll keep you posted. Ooh, okay. Twenty twenty six. All right. Can we have that announcement? Can we have that announcement first on this show, Wick? Please. No, I don't know when it's going to be. Um, the, uh, by the way, the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. I'll be there tonight or I guess tomorrow. But uh, apparently, it's the Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Just that's why I, I yes. just looked up. You know, we have to take care of our yeah 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 you gotta you gotta get the sponsors in there. Mm-hmm. I you will. I saw the debut of what the. Uh, the LED glass floor will look like tonight and tomorrow. Um, what happens if the NBA comes and says you got to put that over the parquet? I want like the well, the parquet will never the parquet will never go away. I'm 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 assuming. I I have no idea. I haven't seen. I saw like I saw a little YouTube clip of the of the floor and uh, look. We're just we're we're trying to play a game that was invented in whenever it was the 1920s or something. And it's now a hundred years later and uh, uh, it, it may change over time, but I, I hope the parquet will always be the parquet. Wick, when it comes to Jalen Brown this weekend in the dunk competition, I brought up the fact that uh, it worries me a little bit. I know nobody's ever gotten hurt before participating in it, but when you've got a star player like that, things can happen. And I know that Scal has come out and said that it takes a toll on your body. Where do you fall on that when it's one of your star players wanting to bring the big names back to the dunk competition? And why do you think that the star players in the league have gone away from participating in it? Uh, that's a great question. I, it's just funny. Was Scal actually commenting on the dunk competition? I, I guess he probably can dunk, but I, he was definitely not invited to dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start with that right now. I mean, you know, but, but Jalen, Jalen's played the best basketball of his life right now, or, or that I've definitely seen. I mean, he's had an unbelievable year. If he wants to, if he's going to get some energy from being in the dunk contest, and you know, I, I hope. It goes smoothly, but there's a lot that goes on in every game that is basically dangerous. And, uh, you know, we just have our fingers crossed throughout. But I will look forward to seeing him uh, compete in the dunk contest and hope he wins it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Wick, I'm hoping the NBA kind of does what the rest of the league does and al- allows only the All-Stars to participate and those things, so you can get you know the great players, the all star players competing in some of those things, so we could get back to watching it. You know, I grew up watching Dominique Wilkins go against Michael Jordan, two all stars, and you know, and I got some guy from the G League winning it. Well, I'd watch those guys today do it, and I'm sure they both can dunk at this point. But um, I don't know. Well, let me say, Wiggy, last year Mac McClung won it, okay, yeah. and he was not even. I mean, he was on a roster, then he was off a roster. I think. I mean, he was not an all star. 
but he won the dunk competition. He's like five foot something, and it was it was actually the best one I remember since uh, Aaron Gordon went in, in that battle a few years back. So, gotta say, um, let's just see what happens. We keep trying to evolve the All Star game. We try to make sure it's. Uh, I mean, at least we have one. I mean, the Pro Pro Bowl is kind of I don't know. I don't want to take shots. Joke, you can say it. We have a we have an all star game that goes global, and it's an unbelievable thing. Uh, but we got to keep tweaking it to make sure the quality of play is is there and the excitement is there. And the dunk contest is one of the highlights. Does somebody like Joe Mazzulla like the rule that you can't coach back to back years? I mean, maybe because he gets the time off, but seems to me like Joe Mazzulla should have earned that honor for this weekend when it comes to the I, I guess. I guess uh, Joe, I have not asked Joe about that, but I, I guess having Doc Rivers uh, coach it, I think it is. Um, having Doc back in the All-Star game is 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 fine. I don't think Joe minds at all. I'm sure what he's not doing is sitting on a beach. I'm sure he's like working on film or something, but um, I, I, I'm i not sure what he thinks about it, except I don't think he's really in it for individual accolades. He just wants to uh, take the team as far as we can go. I really do believe that. Have you been texting with Doc? Did you send him a troll text or anything? <laughs> no, I love Doc. I <laughs> I got a reference call on Doc uh, uh, from the Bucks, um, and I said we would uh, truthfully. Uh, I say I made a truthful statement, of course, but uh, I said we would not have won it in two thousand eight without Doc. He took that team, molded it together, and led the way. I mean, he had a ton to do with the championship, and uh, he's always going to be. Uh, um, you know, very special, very special friend of mine. And, and Wick, just on that topic, who was the reference that sold you on Missoula? Uh, Brad Stevens. Brad, when when Brad became um, uh, general manager, or president of basketball, which I really wanted, and sort of I didn't have to talk him into it, but he, I suggested it to him, and he thought about it overnight, and then accepted the next morning. Um, that was a little bit out of the blue for both of us, but it was an instinctive uh, move on my part, and I'm glad that he did it. Obviously, he took us to the finals the very first year. Um, but then we had to figure out who the coach would be, um, and uh, at, a, at a different time, it actually came later, uh, but under pressure, right, right before the season, and he said, look, I'm very confident that it's Joe. And, and I knew of Joe, and I had had dinner with Joe. Uh, in fact, uh, a few months before I got to know him a bit, I really was taken by his style and, and energy and, and just everything about him. He's just intense and, and really driven and passionate. I really felt like he could be a really inspirational coach. Uh, that was when he was an assistant. And then when Brad, who really knew him, which I didn't, um, made a very strong recommendation. He felt it was Joe. Um, I went with it. So give Brad the credit. The Patriots now have the Dynasty docuseries, which dropped uh, at midnight on Apple+. Plus. Red Sox will be featured in a Netflix series this upcoming season. Any Has there been any interest in doing that with the Celtics, and is that something that you would embrace? It's almost like I planted that question. Next, you're going to ask about extended family on NBC. But uh, <laughs> uh, feel free. We're the number two. We were the number two show of all shows on Tuesday night. Ooh, so, wow. Fantastic way to go, Wick. Um, since you didn't ask, I'm going to answer anyway. Um, but in terms of the Celtics, I have some uh, good positive news there. Nothing to re- officially report yet, but we are in production on a uh, multi-part. Absolutely top quality, fantastic uh, documentary series on uh, along the lines of hopefully the last dance and so on. 
And uh, we are deep into that. We've signed contracts. Film is being filmed and archives are being gone through and it's in process. Really exciting. And they're following the team. They're following the team this whole year. So uh, it's like behind the scenes. So we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, win or lose, it'll be out. Awesome. Well, I didn't get the call for the Patriots one, <laughs> and I seen Bill Burr did. I'm a bit of diehard Celtics fan. Can, can you can you wedge Wiggy in there I mean, somehow? I, I feel like we've seen well, enough of Donnie Wahlberg. That's a big wedge. <laughs> Wiggy, it sounds like you and Perk are right on the cut line. We'll see. Which <laughs> one. I mean, damn, how many more times are we going to see Donnie do all this stuff? I mean, there's other Celtics fans out here with Well. Listen, I heading heading into the the All Star break uh, as a really really good basketball team, and I hope you enjoy yourself this weekend. I appreciate you taking the time with us this morning, Wick. You guys are great. I I love doing this, and uh, you know, win or lose, I'll I'll always come on and 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 talk straight about it. But right now, you know, they're they're playing at a high level. They're excited. They're getting a little break now taking a rest, and uh, we'll see what happens the last part of the season. Exciting. Thanks, everybody. Been, been a while since you and I have been at a game together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just, I was in Brooklyn, and then I was in Boston. Uh, I should have thought to call you. I apologize for that, but we will uh, we will make it up. I'll make it up to you. I will, wow. yeah, I'll make myself available. I do have a busy schedule, but for you, uh, I, will, I, will, I will make myself available. All right, you're the best. Thank you, Wick. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. There he is. What a treasure. Yeah. When it comes mm-hmm. to somebody who actually speaks from the ownership side of things. Isn't that nice? Yeah. It's, it's this novel concept. You sound like a human being who actually is in, invested in the team, and you answer questions accordingly. It's mm. I was going to ask, because I had a, a, like, with the dynasty. And we get a few nuggets out of it. Yeah. That, 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 that was breaking news. That's a good, that's going to be really good. So they're going to follow them this whole entire season. Yep. Imagine if they win. I know. Too. Oh. I know. Mm. Yeah, well, well, no, I, I was. It, it, I don't want to be a negative Nell, uh, Nelly here, but it's pretty clear if Missoula fails, it's on Brad, not on Wick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting with Missoula, and, I, and you know, I would, I'm looking forward to this docu-series with them because I was going to kind of ask him about, like, the feisty uh, Missoula. Yeah. I, I, that has actually grown on me as a fan. Like, you I, like that? I like that, and I... Because well, wa- you liked Bill, so it's right. very similar to Bill. And I, I wonder if... Because his team, that's not really who they are. So he kind of like takes over that identity for guys like maybe Brown and Tatum who, who are, are chill. Yeah, who are not really like feisty type yeah. of uh, of bock at you uh, type of type no, of coaches. That's a good point, Wiggy. And I, I it's so actually grown on me. He's taking that role on as yeah. a head coach because they don't have somebody who is like that. Yeah, on that and he's kind of like you know he's it's grown on me. I'm getting feisty in some of the comments that he makes, and and I and I feel like the players like really respect that of him as a, and they you know they they play for him. Yeah, so it's and, interesting. And honestly, if you look at the successful NBA coaches. Almost all of them have this sort of air of uh, douchiness, mm-hmm. whether it's Popovich, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Like, there is this sort of edge that, while Missoula strikes it kind of an odd way, it's not an outlier uh, among NBA head coaches. His, his sort of road, his trip to where he is now is mm-hmm. kind of different, 
But the way he carries himself is not dissimilar to those guys. Yeah. All right. That's Wick Grossback. Ask the owner mm-hmm. on the Greg Hill Show here at WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sneaky shot fired in the direction of Scal by Wick Grossbeck. Like, how would he know that the dunk competition takes a lot out of you? Right. I, I enjoyed that. Well, I, you know, I, let's, let's say. I mean, let's Scal, say. Scal can dunk, I'm sure. Well, when you're 6'9", you should yeah, be able to. You should to. be able to. You know, I yes. mean, let's. Uh, let's, let's Who would you rather to... sit next to on a cross-country flight, Scal or Missoula? Mm, uh, probably Scal. Yeah, Scal's Ooh, got some good know. stories. Uh, really? You'd like Missoula to... would probably be very quiet on a yeah. well, when you get when you get to a certain elevation and the ears start to get stuffed up, he has the gum. Oh, that is true. And he has the gum for you. So Do you, you think he chew. tapes his mouth if he wants to sleep on Prob- the flight? Probably. I would assume he probably does. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Shime, it is time for us to get to this. Getting you ready for the 2024 Red Sox season. It's Sox Appeal on the Greg Hill Show. Less than two weeks. So we arrive at Fenway South for three road shows at the ballpark. And Sox Appeal is brought to you by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. By the EL Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mika Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria. Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. Curtis, what do you make of Rob Manford suggesting that this will be his last term as the commissioner of Major League Baseball and what that means 
for our guy, Theo Epstein. I think Theo's got three to four years to turn this around. Okay. And however he may be, in you know, using his, wielding his power, my guess is he'll have to divest from the organization when he becomes the owner, right, or the uh, commissioner. I would assume so, right? Didn't Bud Selig do that with the Brewers when he left? And so anyway, I'll have to look into that. But my guess is he would have to sell at least the Red Sox portion of his Fenway Sports Group portfolio hmm. in three to four years. So very interesting on many fronts. One being we haven't heard word one from Theo Epstein since he joined Fenway Sports Group outside of just the the statement in the press release. Yeah. So maybe we'll hear from him down at, at, at Fenway South. I think there's a story that's been percolating with Kenley Jansen where yeah. he is obviously a, a highly paid closer on a team that's not going to likely contend. Yeah, and he's hurt. Right. Like, I mean, I there's been some whispering about how they're trying to unload him because they're doing this inexplicable or unexplained. It's not. It's probably not inexplicable. It is yet to be explained. The salary dump thing that they're doing. I don't understand what they. I wish somebody would just explain it to us. Like what? What is the rush to get rid of uh, everybody when it comes to payroll? But the the talk is that they will. Red Sox refuse to, I think it's $16 million, mm-hmm. and they refuse to cover any of that with anybody who might be interested. So I, uh, I, 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 I think Grish is probably spot on. Andy Grish had this on Grecian Foyer. I think they're unloading because they are ultimately going to sell the team, right? And now what you do, get rid, you know, like, Try to unload money so you get more money back in the well, city. Why, why then are they buying up all of the property all you know within ten miles of Fenway Park if they're well, going to unload everything? Well, did you not did to you, make it a more valuable asset? Did you not see the uh, TV series Dynasty in the first couple of episodes when Robert Kraft said the easiest way to get to the team and make the most money off is buy the land? <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you own the land. You, well, you that's know. what he did before he bought the team. No, but I guess maybe you still own the land, and now new owner comes in. What's the new owner going to want to potentially do? Build new stadium. Whose land you got to build it on? So I don't know. I mean, is there anything to that? I don't think there's a shot in hell this is them selling it, especially with Theo Epstein. And sadly, the But name, if you think Theo's going to be gone in a couple years. Well, in four years. Right. I mean, they're not, but you're talking about them unloading cash so that they can sell the team now. Well, when's uh, Manfred, when is he done? 2029. After the 2028 season. 2028 season? No. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems weird that, like, you brought the Kenley Jansen thing up, and it just, are they just straight saying, we are in rebuild young mode? Well, they'll never say it. They'll say that you're a liar if you think that they're <laughs> in that mode. They, they think that they have the talent already on this team. Like it, when you talk to anybody that will talk right now, it's like there's no trouble in paradise. But if and you're shopping the, Kenley Jansen and he talent on the team, now you're sh- if you have talent, why would you shop it? Because they're doing one thing and saying another. I mean, it's like I, it is as bizarre an offseason as I can remember. Honestly, I, I, I in a million years didn't see them gutting payroll the way they have, especially when you say you're going full throttle. And then lashing out at the media for just documenting what you haven't done. It's been, and I really think that Theo was a reaction to the backlash they fe- they faced at Winter Weekend again. Mm-hmm. That they, 
maybe had been in talks with Theo, but there was the final decision to actually give up some points in the in the actual portfolio when they saw that the fan base had revolted in the way they had. But I, I can't remember a spring training where the Red Sox had been almost intentionally not contending in my lifetime. So what's the purpose of Theo then? If you're gutting anyways, you bringing him in, what's that do? It puts a better face on the team that you trust. Right, but how does it put a good face on it if one because of the first... Theo's respected. But if one of the first moves... Because, you... well, what was the reaction? You heard the reaction on this show and everywhere else. It was like, all right, this is really, this is positive. Theo, Ep- we remember the glory days of Theo Epstein. So Theo Epstein's uh, going to come right. in and... And, and then they put him gonna, in Witsack, and we haven't it, seen well, him. I, 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 and I, now they're talking about maybe, you know, trading a potential valuable asset. It, How is Theo helping that? You think Theo would be saying, all right, if we are contending and competing, we want to trade a, trade a stock And closer? if they just wanted to make it sparklier for Red Sox fans because they were bringing back a name that everybody loves, then why would Sam Kennedy go ahead and say that this was, you know, right. a blip on the, like a, a, a stopping point for him and that he wasn't going to be involved in daily baseball decisions? And they knew that they were only going to get, what, five minutes of, like, the little glow of, oh, Theo's back. The glow up? Yeah, they got f- I got five-minute glow up, and now everything's back to, like, where has Theo been because you haven't heard from him. But yeah. y- using logic is is sort of a fool's errand with them because I would ask, why did Tom Warner say they're going full throttle? Why did Sam Kennedy say he couldn't envision the Red Sox without Xander Bogarts? Why would Sam Kennedy say the greatest relationship in the history of the Red Sox was between Bloom and Alex Cora? Like, you go down the list, they've said things that just haven't matched reality. So I don't know. The only so then what do you think it is? I, I think that they are going to, that they suffered a lot in the pandemic, that, that John Henry has spent a lot of his equity and his actual liquid cash on the Penguins, and it's been caught up in this PGA deal. So they are short on funds that maybe they thought they had before the PGA deal became a reality. I think that they are spread too thin and that the Red Sox have been too much of a demanding force when it comes to having to pay for all of these high-priced talent where John Henry doesn't want to have to deal with it. There is a reason. Like, it is a clear and and present salary dump. And so it, if you just would share the reason with us, like, like, you know, I hate to go back to it, but you heard Wick a half an hour ago. Wick says, "I'm gonna com- I'm uh, I'm always gonna come on this show. I'm always gonna be honest and t- win or lose. Mm-hmm. Like, why? It would be so easy to do that if you yeah. were John Henry. And then I I just would like I'd like to know. Yeah, like just explain it to me so I understand. Yeah, like uh, tell me that the prospects you you know we think that we can be a playoff team with with the prospects that we have, the guys that are coming up, and and Devers and Cassis and." The uh, Trevor Story being back and, and and say that and and we can also lead the charge when it comes to eliminating payroll in 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 Major League Baseball. I like and I the, hope to God that Wiggy and Gresh are right. Like I pray they're selling the team. I really hope they're right. And they, you know, I don't know. Maybe they are, but I feel like the reason we don't know is because it's what I described that it's the portfolio. And it's the cash being elsewhere. And but if you do out thin on cash, what better way to, to to get some cash to sell a major, major? You talked about how much you could probably sell them for. What four or five billion? Yep. Was it six billion? I was like four and a half billion yeah, between four and six. All right. Yeah. So think about that. If you are spread thin for cash, 
Isn't that a great asset to sell? Yeah. This is John from Fall River. Hello, John. Hey, how you doing? What's up? My first time. My first time calling. Thank you. Uh, if you guys remember in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, um, John Henry had bought the Florida Marlins, spent money to um, get them to the World Series. Within the next two years, he sold the team. He emptied all the players out and everything else. Think of what they may be doing with the Red Sox. Yeah, that's why I think that Gresh said it, that maybe this is a dump to, you know, because when you do sell the team, it's just more money in your pocket if you have less expenses. All right, well, we will do our best to get some answers when we head to Fort Myers, Florida for three days in a week and a half, Yep. right? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not next week, but the week after. Um, We will be there, and we will be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.